Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 337. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Be bold, take risks, and conquer. TV Talk features discussions of all your favorite shows. Here's how it works. Your favorite show airs at night, then a 20-minute TV Talk episode is available the very next morning. Download the iOS or Google Play app today. Calling all website owners, Squarespace recently added e-commerce to their platform. Setting up shop and selling your product has never been so easy. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and enter the offer code IGNITE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Cameron Harold. Cameron, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. All right. Cameron is a lifelong entrepreneur who started his first company at the age of 21. He is currently one of the most sought after business minds in North America. For over 20 years, he has been coaching the top entrepreneurial CEOs on the planet and guiding them through the process of hyper growth. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Cameron, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business. Sure. 47 years old, uh, born and raised in Canada. Um, I married father of four kids. Um, I split my time between Phoenix and Vancouver. Um, got a history of being entrepreneurial, was raised as an entrepreneurial child. Both my father and both grandfathers owned companies. Um, and today, my brother and sister own their own company. My wife has had her own business. Um, just really kind of an entrepreneurial family and entrepreneurial environment. Love to um, play golf and ski and play tennis and hang out with my friends. Love to cook. Love red wine. Um, and passionate about growth. Love it. And I want to dive, Cameron, way into exactly what you do with CEOs and the hyper growth process that you go through. But before we do that, I do want to start off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Sure. Um, I guess it would come down to vision without execution is hallucination. You, know, you think back to all of these companies and people out there that have got all these great ideas and great desires and great dreams, but unless they actually sit down and put a pen to paper and figure out how they're actually going to make that stuff happen, it's kind of pointless. So that would be one that I work with all the CEOs on. Vision without execution is hallucination. Cameron, let's point the spotlight to you real quick. What is a vision that you had that without execution, it would have just been a hallucination? Take us to that moment. One is right now, I've, I've done paid speaking events in 24 countries on five continents and I had an idea three years ago that I wanted to do speaking events on all seven continents. Whoa. So I started mentioning that and putting it into my painted picture and talking about it in my blog and talking about it at all the speaking events I was doing. And sure enough, by the more people I would talk to about it, they would start helping me make that happen. They'd start introducing me to you know, entrepreneurial organizations or conferences in different countries, and it just kind of keeps going from there. So I'm now working on a speaking tour that'll get me into South America and also planning on working on a, um, an adventure that would take a large group of CEOs down to the Antarctic. So working, you know, by, by talking about it, but then putting the plans in place, people kind of conspire to help make that happen. 
Wow. Well, first off, Cameron, congratulations for that. And second off, thank you for sharing that because for Fire Nation listeners right now, it's so powerful to understand what it means to just put things out in the universe, to verbalize your thoughts, ideas, and passions, and just to see, like exactly you said, people really conspire to help you make that happen. And you never know where that's going to come from until you actually verbalize it and make it known. So powerful takeaway there. And it's a perfect segue into our next topic, Cameron, because you haven't always just put stuff out there and then it's happened. Because as entrepreneurs, we do the journey. We have the failures, the challenges, the obstacles, and that's where I want to start. So take us back to a time in your journey, Cameron, when you did fail or when you face a massive obstacle. And what'd you learn from that? I actually build everything backwards. I lean out into the future three years out and look at the company and what it's going to look and feel like. Instead of kind of taking the company today and almost visualizing a company today as a a ball of elastic bands and just adding more elastic bands to it, it gets bigger. What I do is I lean out into the future and look at what I want the company to become and then I reverse engineer it from that three years out back to today. So I guess any of the failures I might have had would have been from either not executing properly on a plan or not thinking through some of the obstacles that might come down the path, Um, maybe not delegating enough, delegating fast enough, right? keeping things too much to myself instead of using more people. So take us to that moment, Cameron. We want to hear that story when your feet were on the ground. We want to be there next to you. When was a failure or an obstacle that you faced and what did you learn from it? One would have been probably 2006 uh, when we were growing 1-800-GOT-JUNK. I was the chief operating officer of that business. We'd gone from $2 million to $106 million, And we were really proud of the fact that we were operating with no debt, um, no credit line. We'd grown the business entirely off cash flow. And we were sitting on five, six million dollars in the bank um, and decided to do a huge office renovation as we were moving into 60,000 square feet of office space. And we paid cash for the renovation. We paid out a bunch of bonuses, taxes, office moves. And all of a sudden, we'd sucked a whole bunch of that cash out of our bank. So we went to the bank and you know, asked for a loan or asked for a credit line. And the bank said, geez, no, we, we can't do that for you now. And we need to wait until you reestablish your cash. And we're like, well, why? We're, we're very profitable. And they said, yeah, but you don't have any cash in the bank. And we're like, yeah, we know. We just spent $5 million on all this stuff. And they said, well, that was kind of stupid because if you'd had the money, we would have loaned to you. So again, that's, that's just poor planning in terms of leaning forward into the future, looking at what we're going to need in terms of cash for cash flow, getting the proper advice along the way to reverse engineer that. Um, so instead of just growing like we did, just getting bigger, getting bigger, being successful, we forgot to, to go out and get advice on how to make that future happen. Um, so if we'd done that, we wouldn't have made that mistake. We wouldn't have needed the cash. We wouldn't have tightened up as much as we had to. So that, that ended up restricting our growth for a period of time. And so you did make that mistake, Cameron. So you were sitting there with no money in the bank and with no way to get loans. So what steps did you take to get yourself out of that conundrum? And it wasn't no money. It was just, it was much tighter than we needed to be. So we then, we had to then uh, restrict. We had to actually make some cuts. We had to look at making the team a little bit smaller, Um, look at ways to pull back on some of the spending that we would have liked to have done. Um, We had to get much more myopic and, and focused on growing the business and operating the business versus continuing to plan and execute on the future plan. So Cameron, let's just boil this down right now for Fire Nation and just one clear lesson that you learned from that experience. Have a very clear vision of where you're going and get mentoring along the way instead of just executing Um, on the path with what you know today. You know, if you're building a business that is going to be twice the size of what you are now and you're making plans to get out there, 
you probably need to have good mentoring and coaching to help you get there instead of just doing what you've always done. You know, too often companies try to grow into the future doing what they've always done before. And if you've never been there, then how do you know what to expect or how to successfully do it? So turning to mentors along the way and getting their advice can be very helpful. Great insights. And let's continue forward in this journey, Cameron, because yes, you had challenges and obstacles along the way that have all improved you and helped you give on this great lessons to the CEOs that you coach and mentor to this day. But just like we have failures and challenges, we also have these light bulb moments, these aha moments that pivot us and inspire us to move in different and newer directions. So Share with us a time that you had your aha moment. When was that time when a light bulb went off in your mind that really impacted your business? And what steps did you take, Cameron, to turn that moment, that light bulb, into success? Probably about five years ago, I was coaching a a CEO and just wasn't having any fun at it. Um, I remember coaching this person and and every time we did a phone call, she complained, she argued, she debated, um, whereas other clients that I was coaching seemed to resonate or, or um, you know, hinge on every word that I was saying and they would execute on the ideas I was giving them. And, you know, they might, might discuss and debate things, but it wasn't for the sake of arguing. It was for the sake of understanding or to come up with, with different alternatives. And I realized after doing three calls with this woman that it just wasn't any fun. And uh, the light bulb that went off at that aha moment was I can actually fire clients, um, that I don't need to have people around me that are negative and that are kind of sucking that energy out that I, I can say, you know what, I'd rather not work with you anymore and go out and find a, a different client. And it was funny because when I did tell her that I, I wanted to terminate the coaching agreement, she's like, well, you can't do that. And I was like, well, actually, yeah, I can. And it was just very empowering to realize that I can then choose the kind of clients that I want. So that was when I committed to working with companies that are young, fun, entrepreneurial, high viral, high growth, um, you know, and, and aren't really that boring, staid, kind of um, companies that I just wouldn't enjoy spending time with or people. Could not agree more, Cameron, because one thing that so many entrepreneurs, when they first start and you're just looking to actually get some traction to move forward, we don't niche down. We really just say, you know what? Any client is my client. I'm going to work with them. And that's what I want to do because I want to cast as wide a net as possible. When conversely, that can really retard your growth because then you're not being known for anything. You're not specializing and you can't be referred out by your current clients because they don't really know what you specialize in and what you don't. So by you really niching down and defining who you're avatar was, who your target market is, you really were able to move forward in not only a business that you enjoyed more, but then you were able to be more successful because you enjoyed it and it was fun. So what are your thoughts and philosophies, Cameron, on niching and really establishing yourself in a specific category? I think the niching makes a lot of sense. Um, and I think to go back on the, on the first point, it was about spending time with clients that I actually got energy from, yeah. you know, spending time with clients that it were fun to work with, because then that did spin off you know, it spun off on my next call with other clients. If I just had a great, uh, you know, I was just coaching a CEO in Florida this week and had a fantastic all day session with his leadership team. And as soon as I finished that, I dropped the note to another CEO that I was coaching and telling him all about the one day session and how great it was and saying, you know, I should do one with him. Two days later, I've all of a sudden booked one. I'm going to be heading off to this next CEO's location in October to do a one day with him now. So it's that when you're spending that energy in your right moment or working on your unique ability with the right people, that energy spins off into more energy. That momentum creates momentum. So similar on the niche. You know, again, um, I think back to the, the clients that I'm coaching now and, and who I want to spend time with and who I don't. I get asked and get demands to go and do speaking events all over the world. And while that's fun, it also is, it, it takes a toll on 
you know, family and personal time, you know, that travel time. So there can be niching down based on geography. It can be niching based on a vertical that you're in. It can be niche based on a client's um, size, you know, whether, whether they should have a certain revenue size or a certain, um, you know, employee size. Um, and I think if you, if you become an expert in a space, in a niche, in a market, in a geographic area, it allows your brand to grow. It allows your life to grow. It allows your, um, that kind of energy to, to spin off in positive ways. So for me, by coaching entrepreneurial organizations or organizations that, you know, are, um, inspired by entrepreneurial systems, that allows my ideas to work and them to give me credit for having learned them from me. And that spins off more, you know, my book, Double Double was very targeted at entrepreneurial companies. I have lots of corporations that are using it internally with their employees, but they might be using specific chapters, whereas in entrepreneurial companies, they're taking the entire book and running with it. So Cameron, by really defining your avatar, who you wanted to work with, not only did that add to your positive energy on every single call where you were coming up with new and better ideas and becoming energized post-conversation, you were no longer having those negative calls that were dragging you down and taking you away from that positiveness that was really propelling not only you, but your clients forward. So I love that takeaway and so many great things from that little segment. So just boil it down for us, Cameron, if you can. In around one sentence, maybe two, just one lesson from the this whole aha moment, this freedom that you gave yourself by choosing to work with who you wanted to? I guess it comes back to, to the idea of focus, that if you take light and it disperses, you can light up a room. But if you highly focus light, it becomes like a laser and you can cut through steel. That's similar to a, a company or a person's effort, their focus. So for me, it's focusing on that right niche, focusing on that right client type, focusing on only doing the kind of work that I really do and that I do well. Love that. And Cameron, do you know what my favorite acronym FOCUS stands for? No, go ahead. Follow one course until success. Love it. You can use it. (laughs) I will. So Cameron, let's move forward now into another question that I have, because you have had a lot of great, exciting successes in your life. Can you share with us an I've made it moment? Uh, One sec, of course, until success. (laughs) Take your time. I'm writing that one down. (laughs) Um, Have I had an I've made it moment? Well, it's interesting. When, when, when I left 1-800-GOT-JUNK as the chief operating officer, and I'd taken the company from 14 people to 3,100 people, um, it was a tough time to leave. After six and a half years, I felt beat up. I was tired. We'd been you know, building a fast-growing company. I decided to take a few months off and just spend time and just kick back every day. And about 20 minutes every day, I would just write. I wrote in a journal, and I made lists, and I did mind maps. And what I realized then was, I actually had been successful, but I needed to internalize it. And it was really only at that time that I started to realize that, you know, I did have the confidence to do this kind of stuff. I had people paying me good money to go and do speaking events, but I always kind of wondered why they were doing it. And it was that moment of really internalizing what my skills were and internalizing what I was great at that I then was able to feel the confidence as well. And this really touches upon the entrepreneur's journey as a whole, Cameron, because one thing that so many startup entrepreneurs have such a hard time with are the highs and the lows and the evening out of that. So can you talk to us about your philosophy regarding the entrepreneurial journey? So I call the entrepreneurial journey the, uh, the entrepreneurial roller coaster or the transition curve or the highs and lows of CEOs. And it's very similar to riding a physical roller coaster. Um, when you're riding a physical roller coaster, you have these ups and down periods. Well, the initial up period for an entrepreneur in this cycle um, is called uninformed optimism. You're filled, filled with energy and enthusiasm and you're excited. Right. You're, not really, you're not really sure why, but you're optimistic. 
And then something changes. You kind of see something. It's getting tougher. And that's kind of like that ocean moment where you go, wow, this is maybe a little harder than I thought it was going to be. And I call that the informed pessimism, where you're a little bit nervous, a little bit more cautious, not quite as excited as you once were. As you start approaching the bottom part of the curve, you hit that real crisis of meaning where you're really terrified. You are sure that it's harder for you than it has been for anybody else. You're not sure why you're doing this. You might even be thinking about selling the business. You're completely frozen and terrified or stressed. And then as you, if you can make it through that bottom of that curve, um, you get to the stage of hopeful realization where you're cautiously optimistic. Um, and that's kind of where the, I know I can make this work, but it's going to take some time. It's going to be tough. Well, that roller coaster ride continues. So it's stage after stage that it continues. So I actually have a complete chapter in my book, um, Double Double, about the highs and lows of CEOs. It covers that. Well, I think it would be incredibly helpful for every single listener to read that chapter and to have that chapter close by. So when you are experiencing one of those moments, you can go and say, you know what? This isn't a unique emotion. This happens to entrepreneurs. In fact, it happens so often that Cameron has dedicated an entire chapter to it because that is exactly the psyche of the human being going throughout this journey of life, this entrepreneurial journey, and this mindset in general. So Cameron, thank you for writing that chapter. Thank you for releasing a ton of the fear that so many entrepreneurs have out there that they're actually the only ones going through this and sharing that, you know what? It is ups. There are downs, but it is part of the journey. And speaking of the journey, Cameron, I really want to bring our journey, our conversation today up to present times because you shared some really cool things in your past, but I want to talk about the present right now because you have a lot of cool things going on. In fact, just before we jumped on the, the call today, you were talking with the CEO and I'm sure you were helping him go through the process of hyper growth. So share with Fire Nation right now, a couple things that are just really exciting you today. Um, I think there's a there's an energy around entrepreneurship that's very different from from 20 years ago or 10 years ago. Um, in fact, my TED talk I did a talk that's on TED.com about raising kids to be entrepreneurs, and I talk about the fact that when I was a child growing up, entrepreneur was a bad thing. It was negative. We were profit centric and greedy. And now an entrepreneur is something that's actually something that a lot of parents are okay with their kids being. And in fact, a lot of people are excited about being entrepreneurial. 20 years ago, that was not the case. So I'm excited about entrepreneurship. Um, I think for entrepreneurs, no matter whether the economy is good or bad, that presents an opportunity for us. And I think it's a pretty exciting time where people are not sitting relying on companies or unions or government for jobs. We're actually okay there, okay with going out and making our own opportunity and go out and creating our own, charting our own course and creating jobs for others. And I think that's something that's a pretty exciting time to be in. I love that. And we will definitely link up your TED Talk on the show notes page. And Cameron, share one thing that you're specifically doing right now in the entrepreneurial world that you're just really excited about. It's staying core to what I've, I wanted to do with my business, which was I help entrepreneurs make their dreams happen. And so as long as I'm doing that, using my coaching and mentoring, doing podcasts with you, you know, speaking events, that kind of thing, if I'm being true to why I wake up in the morning, that I love helping entrepreneurs make their dreams happen, it never seems like work for me. It's just always fun. So it really warms my heart, Cameron, that you talk about how 20 years from now, the word entrepreneur and just the thought of entrepreneurism back then was a certain way and that now it's in a different area that parents are actually proud to call their kids entrepreneurs on some levels and kids are no longer thinking that, you know what, I need to go work for IBM for 30 years, get my gold watch, retire and live happy on a pension that I can actually go out, create things on my own that I am passionate about right now today and that it's okay to fail and that I don't need to succeed the first time. So that's really powerful. And I'm so glad that you're seeing that transition. If you can just pull out one thing that your vision for the future of entrepreneurship holds, 
what would that be? Yeah, that's great. And I actually talk a little bit about it in my TED Talk that in the school system and society says that kids who have ADD and, and traits of bipolar, the manic depression, that we should be medicated for that. And the reality is if you go out and actually survey most entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs have all the traits of bipolar disorder and attention deficit disorder. So we actually don't need to be medicated. We need to be told, you know what, you're absolutely perfect the way you are. The reason there's only 5 or 10% of you are like this is because only 5% of the 10% of the people are ever going to be entrepreneurs. And for society to stop saying there's something wrong with these kids, because if they medicated Ted Turner and Bill Jobs and, or Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and um, you know the founders of Netscape, all who have all of these traits, we would have we wouldn't have had the companies we have today. And I think we need to start embracing the fact that entrepreneurs are not like doctors, we're not like lawyers, we're not like teachers. That's why we don't fit into the normal system, and embrace that instead of saying we should sit still and pay attention. I love that, Cameron. Let's take off the shock collars and unleash us into the wilderness. We will survive. Yeah, absolutely. All right, time to break in and thank our sponsors. Are you stuck between finally having come up with a name for your website and actually purchasing the domain and building it? Let me tell you about a great resource that can help you create a beautifully designed website in no time flat, Squarespace. Squarespace offers an all-in-one platform with features like drag and drop, which allows you to add content to your site straight from your desktop. This feature also makes it easy for you to move content around within a page once you already have your website started. We know, not everyone was meant for the design world. That's why Squarespace also offers 24-7 customer support so you can ask the experts anything, anytime. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Fire Nation, you can sign up for a free trial and get 10% off when you go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FIRE. That's squarespace.com, offer code IGNITE. TV Talk is America's premier network for TV show discussions. Your favorite TV show airs a new episode at night, and the very next morning you can tune in to listen to a new discussion on that very same episode. Whether you're trying to play catch up on a TV show you haven't watched in a while, or just listening to hear what others think about it, TV Talk has it all. Listen in to hear Joe Arvin and the Cowboy keep you up to date on the latest Big Brother episode, or to R.C. St. Amour as he lets you in the behind-the-scenes insights about Survivor. Also hear from your favorite former contestants from shows like The Biggest Loser and The Amazing Race. TV Talk also gives you the opportunity to submit your own talkback question for a chance to be featured as the talkback question of the week. The TV Talk app is available for free in the iOS App Store and for Android devices on the Google Play or at tvtalk.com. What are you waiting for? Head over and download the app today. Cameron, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. Let's go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Probably fear of failure. My dad told me when I was 21, there was no better time uh, to go bankrupt, so give it a shot. But I think it was just that fear of failure. Love that. What is the best advice you have ever received? That I'll never be smart enough to figure this out all on my own, and that there's people out there that have spent millions of dollars figuring it all out already. So just go and look for the companies that are already doing a good job in any area that I'm trying to think about or problem solve and just do what they did. It'll get me there a lot faster than me trying to figure it out. 
Cameron, what's one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? Take a post-it note, write down the top five things you need to do tomorrow, wake up tomorrow and start working on item one and stay the hell out of email until you get it done. Stay out of email. Cameron, what's one internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with right now that you can share with our listeners? One internet resource I'm using right now is called DocuSign. I just love the fact that I can actually buy and sell real estate, buy and sell properties, that I can you know, execute documents off my iPhone or off my laptop instead of actually having to use a pen and scan anything. And a fax machine. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Cameron Herald. Cameron, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Besides my book, Double Double, I would say to go ahead and read Start With Why by a really good friend of mine, Simon Sinek. I've known Simon for about 10 years since way before he wrote the book. And if you understand what your why is, why you exist, then you can figure out how to make it happen. Well, Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of both of these books for free by going to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com, and they'll both be waiting for you on the show notes page. And Cameron, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter, taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do, Cameron, in the next seven days? Yeah, I think I would roll the camera ahead and decide what I want to create. I would kind of visualize my own future and then figure out how to make it happen. Cameron, I have really enjoyed talking with you today and hearing your journey and your insights about the past and about your vision for the future, which I'm thrilled about. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. It comes down to focus, faith, and effort. So just stay focused on exactly what you're working on. Never, ever give up. And early to bed, early to rise, work like hell and advertise. Just put that effort in. <laughs> so if you want to find me, you can find me at doubledoublethebook.com, doubledoublethebook.com. And um, yeah, just get on that journey. Love it. And Cameron, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about today at eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab. You're hanging out in the archives. Thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Don't let your lack of knowledge hold you back any longer. The time to create, grow and monetize your podcast is now. There is a huge audience out there waiting to hear your voice, and the only resource you'll ever need is podcastersparadise.com. An ever-growing library of video tutorials, interaction with the community of podcasters to exchange ideas, strategies, and reviews, access to private webinars with today's top experts, all at podcastersparadise.com. Come check us out today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 